There are those in this world who would try to confuse Christians by telling them that the Bible has inconsistencies. You will hear and do the inconsistencies about Jesus's healing the demon-possessed and Gergadernes disprove that Jesus healed him or that Jesus is the Son of God. They say that since there are lies in the Bible, that disproves that Jesus is the Son of God. Is this true? First of all, they're trying to confuse you by misguided logic. Just because there may be inconsistencies in the Bible doesn't make them lies. Additionally, having inconsistencies in the Bible in no way disproves that Jesus is the Son of God. Now, I plan to further research this particular miracle reported in the New Testament and to see if there is anything significant enough to disprove that Jesus healed the demon-possessed man that Jesus, and that Jesus is the Son of God. I will share this information with you so you can make up your own mind. I will be using the New King James Version of the Bible, often known as NKJV. Additionally, I will use the Internet as needed. Some passages will have both the word he and him within the same verse, which can make it difficult to know who is speaking and who is being spoken to. I will put who is speaking and who is being spoken to within brackets when I feel it's unclear by the text. For those who are listening to this podcast, I generally try to let you know when I'm sharing bracketed information. Additionally, I will put my analysis, opinions, and comments within brackets as well for this research. That will allow those who want to read the research further for themselves to go to either biblical proof, and that's at https colon double backslash biblical proof, B-I-B-L-I-C-A-L-P-R-O-O-F dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com, or you can also find it on Do Biblical Inconsistencies Really Matter? And you can find that at https colon double backslash biblical inconsistencies b-i-b-l-i-c-a-l-i-n-c-o-n-s-i-s-t-e-n-c-i-e-s dot blogspot b-l-o-g-s-p-o-t dot com these are two um, blogs that I felt led to create so I can share information like this so you can read the research yourself First of all, I'm recording the passages that pertain to Jesus healing the demon-possessed man um, or men. And the thing is, I put those down there and then I'll pull out the parts that pertain to each card I'm analyzing at a particular time. Matthew 8, 28 through 34 says, When he, which is Jesus, had come to the other side, the country of Virginia, Genesis, I'm pronouncing this wrong, forgive me. There met him two demon-possessed men coming out of the tombs, exceedingly fierce, so that no one could pass that way. And suddenly they cried out, saying, What have we to do with you, Jesus, you son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now, a good way off from them, there was a herd of swine feeding. So the demons begged him, and they're talking to Jesus, saying, If you cast us out, permit us to go away into the herd of swine. And he, which is Jesus, said to them, Go. So when they had come out, they went into the herd of swine. And suddenly the whole herd of swine ran violently down the steep place into the sea and perished in the water. 
Then those who kept them fled, and they went away into the city and told everything, including what had happened to the demon-possessed men. And behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they begged him to depart from their region. Mark 5, 1 through 20 says, Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the county country of Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs and no one could bind him, not even the chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains and the chains had been pulled apart by him and the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. And always night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him, and he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. For he had said to him, Come out of the man, unclean spirit. Then he, which is Jesus, said to him, What is your name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he begged him earnestly, and he, the man, the demon-possessed man, begged him, Jesus, earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Now a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains, so all the demons begged him, saying, Send us to the swine that we may enter them. And at once Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine. There were about 2,000, and the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned in the sea. So those who fed the swine fled, and they told it in the city and in the country, and they went out to see what it was that had happened. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. And on those who saw it told them, how it happened to him who had been demon-possessed and about the swine. Then they began to plead with him, Jesus, to depart from their region. And when he had got into the boat, he who had been demon-possessed begged him, which is Jesus, that he might be with him. However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. And he, and he the demon, formerly demon-possessed, departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis all that Jesus had done for him and all marveled. Luke 8, 26-39 says, Then they sailed to the country of Gadarenes, which is opposite Galilee. And when he stepped out of the land, on the land, there met him a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time, and he wore no clothes, nor did he live in a house but in the tomb. When he saw Jesus, he cried out, fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the Most High? I beg you, do not torment me. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the, for he, Jesus, had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For it had often seized him, and he was kept under guard, bound with chains and shackles, and he broke the bonds and was driven by the demon into the wilderness. Jesus asked him, saying, What is your name? And he, the demon-possessed man, said, Legion, because many demons had entered him. And they begged him, they're begging Jesus, that he would not command them to go out into the abyss. 
but a herd of many swine was feeding there on the mountain. So they begged him, and they're begging Jesus, that he would permit them to enter them and enter the swine. And he permitted them. He, Jesus, permitted the demons to enter the swine. Then the demons went out of the man and entered the swine, and the herd ran violently down the steep place into a lake and drowned. When those who fed them saw what had happened, Give me a second. I lost my place. I got carried away. They fled and told it in the city and in the country. Then they went out to see what had happened and came to Jesus and found the man from whom the demons had departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. They also had seen it. They also, who had seen it, told them by what means he who had been demon-possessed was healed. Then the whole multitude of the surrounding region of Gadarenes asked him to depart from them, for they were seized with great fear. And he got into the boat and returned. Now the man from whom the demons had departed begged him, which is Jesus, that he might be with him, Jesus. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your own house and tell what great things God has done for you. And he went his way and proclaimed through the whole city what great things Jesus had done for him. Then I checked in the Gospel of John, but it does not have anything recorded about Jesus healing the demon-possessed man. And this is bracketed, so this is my comment. Well, first of all, we have to determine which things to analyze. Since each of the three Gospels that records that Jesus healed the demon-possessed man or men says different name for the location. We need to see if that inconsistency is significant. Matthew, 20, Matthew 8, 28 says, When he, which is Jesus, had come to the other side, the country of Gerdinesis, there met him two demon-possessed men coming out of the tombs, exceedingly fierce, so that no one could pass that way. The footnote for this Bible verse says, the NU text reads, Gatherings. I looked up in the front of the New King James Version of the Bible to see what NU meant. It, it says it's the modern, eclectic, or critical text of the Greek New Testament. Mark 5.1 says, Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gatherings, the footnote for this in the New King James Version Bible says, NU text reads, Gerasenes. Luke 8, 26 says, then they sailed to the country of Gadarenes, which is the opposite of Galilee. The footnote says, NU text reads, Gerasenes. First, I did a Google search to see if Gadarenes, Gergesenes, and Gerasenes are all the same place. I got the following information from BibleGateway.com at https colon double backslash www.biblegateway slash resources slash dictionary slash dict underscore meaning period or dot php question mark source equals three and 
as it's an Amperan sign, WID equals capital F8128. It said, these three names are usually used indiscriminately to designate the place where Jesus healed two demonics. The first are in the authorized version, Matthew 8, 28, Mark 5, verse 1, and Luke 8, verse 26. In Gerasenes, in a place of gatherings, the miracle referred to took place without doubt near the town of Gergesa, the modern Cursa, close by the close by the eastern shore of the Sea of Galilee, and hence in the country of Gergesenes. But as Gergesa was a small village and little known, the evangelist who wrote from more distant readers spoke of the event as taking place in the country of Gadarenes, so named for its largest city, Gadara. And this country included the country of the Gurgensines as a state, it includes a county. The Gurgensines were the people of the district which Gerasa was the capital. This city was better known than Gadara or Gergesa. Indeed, in the Roman age, no city of Palestine was better known. It became one of the proudest cities of Syria. It was situated some 30 miles southeast of Gadara on the borders of Peraea, P-E-R-A-E-A, and a little north of the river Jabbok. It is now called Jerash and it is a deserted ruin. The district of Gerasenes probably included that of Gadarenes, so that the demonic of Gergesa belonged to the country of the Gadarenes and also to that of the Gerasenes. As the same person may with equal truth be said to live in the city or state or in the United States for those near by the local name would be used. But in writing to a distant people as the Greeks and Romans, the more comprehensive and general name would be given. In reviewing this, all three names, this is my reviewing this, all three names appear to be referring to the same general area, which is not significant enough to disprove that Jesus healed the demon-possessed man or men and that Jesus is the Son of God. Um, the next inconsistency of importance is the gospel is that the gospels of Mark, Matthew, Mark, and Luke have recorded that Jesus healed a demon possessed man, but the gospel of John does not have it recorded. Is this significant? Um, Mark 3 14 through 15 says. Then he, Jesus, appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and to have power to heal sick, to heal sickness, sicknesses and to cast out demons. In reading this, it may have been that the Apostle John was elsewhere preaching at the time that Jesus healed the demon-possessed man and was not a witness to this. And additionally, in doing lots of research on biblical inconsistencies and other biblical and reading lots from and watching lots from other biblical authorities, some of the apostles add additional information to what other apostles have recorded. 
if it wasn't included. Um, possibly the Apostle John felt that Matthew, Mark, and Luke had the main information that he didn't need to add anything further. There's no way to truly know why the Apostle John did not record Jesus's healing of the demon-possessed man or men. Is any of this significant enough to disprove that Jesus healed the demon-possessed man or men, or that Jesus is the Son of God? In evaluating this, even if the Apostle John didn't record this, doesn't disprove that Jesus healed the demon-possessed man or men, or that Jesus is the Son. It doesn't disprove that Jesus is the Son of God. An additional point to analyze is how many possessed men were healed. Matthew 8, 28 says, when he, which is Jesus, had come to the other side, the country of Gergenerese, there met him two demon-possessed men coming out of the tombs, exceedingly fierce, so that no one could pass that way. Mark 5, 2 says, and when he, which is Jesus, had come, out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. Luke 8, 27 says, And when he, Jesus, stepped out of the on the land, there met him a certain man from a city who had demons for a long time, and he wore no clothes, nor did he live in the house, but in the tomb. In reviewing this information, whether it is recorded that Jesus healed one man or two men isn't significant enough to, dis to prove that Jesus didn't heal the demon-possessed, nor does it have any implications to disprove that Jesus is the Son of God. And this is bracket. And next we will look at what is recorded that the demon said to Jesus. Matthew 8, 29 through 31 says, And suddenly they, which is the demons, cried out, saying, What have we to do with you, Jesus, you Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now a good way off from them there was a herd of many swine feeding. So the demons begged him, saying, If you cast us out, permit us to go away into the herd of swine. Mark 5, verses 5 through 7 says, and always night and day, he, the demon-possessed man, he, which is the demon-possessed man, was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him and cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? I implore you, by God, that you do not torment me. Mark 5, verses 9 through 12 goes on to say, Then he which is Jesus, said to him, which is the demon-possessed man, what is your name? And he, the demon-possessed man, answered, said, saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Also he begged him, he, the demon-possessed man, begged him, which is Jesus, earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Now a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons begged him, saying, send us to the swine that we may enter them. Luke 8, 27 through 28 says, And when he stepped out on the land, there met him a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time, and he wore no clothes, nor did he live in a house but in the tombs. When, they saw, when he saw Jesus, he, the demon-possessed man, cried out, fell down before him, which is Jesus, and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you, do not torment me. Luke 8, 30 through 32 further says, Jesus asked him, saying, what is your name? 
and he, the demon-possessed man, said, Legion, because many demons had entered him. And they begged him that he would not command them to go out into the abyss. Now a herd of many swine was feeding there on the mountain, so they begged him that he would permit them to enter, to enter them, which is swine. And this is bracketed. In my opinion, all three Gospels have the demons saying the same basic things, that Jesus is the Son of God or, or the Son of the Most High, and that they didn't want to be tormented, and they asked if Jesus would permit them to enter the herd of swine. There appeared to be no inconsistencies in these reports. Last of all, I will analyze what happened after the demons entered the swine and ran into the lake or the sea and drowned. I'm going to copy and paste the portions of the above Bible passages that apply to this analysis so that I can examine it more carefully. Matthew 8, verses 33 through 34 says, Then those who kept them fled, and these are the swine, the swine herders, who kept them fled, and they went away into the city and told everything, including what had happened to the demon-possessed men. And behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to depart from their region. Mark 5, 14 through 20 says, So those who fed the swine fled, and they told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that had happened. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed, and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. And those who saw it told them how it happened to him who had been demon-possessed and about the swine. Then they began to plead with him, which is Jesus, to depart, to depart from their region. And when he got into the boat, he had, who had been demon-possessed begged him, which is Jesus, that he might be with him. However, Jesus did not permit him but said to him, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. And they departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis and all, and then he departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis and all that, that Jesus had done for him and all marveled. Luke 8 verses 34 through 39 says, when those who fed them saw what had happened, they fled and told it in the city and in the country. Then they went out to see what had happened and came to Jesus and found the man from whom the demons had departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. They also who had seen it told them by what means he who had been demon possessed was healed. Then the whole multitude of the surrounding region of Gadarenes asked him to depart from them, for they were seized with great fear. And he got into the boat and returned. Now the man from whom the demons had departed begged him, which is Jesus, that he might be with him, which is Jesus. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your own house and tell what great things God has done for you. And he went his way and proclaimed throughout the whole city what great things Jesus had done for him. Okay, this is bracketed. So it's comments of mine. In all three Gospels, those who fed the swine went to tell the people in the city and the country how Jesus had healed the demon-possessed man and how the demons entered the swine and drowned in the lake or sea. Though all three Gospels said they were afraid and the citizens came and asked Jesus to depart from them. So these are all those parts are consistent. Although the Gospel of Matthew didn't have this recart, 
recorded. Both the Gospels of Mark and Luke have it recorded that the man who had been healed from the demons went to Jesus as he was boarding the boat and asked to go with him. Instead, Jesus told him to share the healing that Jesus, God, had done for him, and he did this. He, the formerly demon-possessed man, did this. Again, this is bracketed. After researching and evaluating all of this information, there were minimal inconsistencies, which were considered of no major significance. None of them were significant enough to disprove that Jesus healed the demon-possessed. In fact, you would think these passages corroborate the fact that it actually happened. Not only was this recorded in these three Gospels, but those who fed the swine were eyewitnesses of Jesus' healing the demon-possessed, the citizens of the area who heard of this miraculous healing, and those who fed the swine were also witnesses of this. And the apostles were either eyewitnesses or recorded the information for disciples who were eyewitnesses that the demon-possessed were healed. Additionally, who but Jesus, the Son of God, could heal someone filled with a legion of demons? Besides that, in each of these three Gospels, it is recorded that the demons all acknowledge that Jesus is the Son of God, our Son of the Most High. These all verify that Jesus is the Son of God. Don't let people confuse you with false logic about inconsistencies. I've yet to find anything in the Bible that disproves that Jesus is God's Son. I'm reading the Bible 16 plus times from cover to cover. In fact, the more that I read the Bible on a daily basis, my faith in Jesus being the Son of God is continually reinforced, which helps me get through the stressors of this world. Try reading the Bible daily. Jesus is here for you too as well. I want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence God has made on my life through the Bible, this podcast that I shared with you may not reflect all of the whole meaning of the Bible verses and passages I have shared. They're just how this particular Bible verse or passage related to my life and how it makes the Bible more personal to me in my daily walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.